I did the um, Beethoven clearing your throat joke the other day. Yeah. And then I did it, and she laughed. And I did. Then I did Ode to Joy. <laughs> How do you do that one? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should start the show. <laughs> oh my goodness! See, I've been so on TV a lot. Yeah. So I was doing the. <clears throat> And I try to make it less offensive, you know, for the sound guys who are listening to the microphones. And it's not like when you and I, hey, hi everybody, it's the Frank and Friends show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. So we're busy. We are very, very busy. But uh, this is an away game for me and a home game for you, sort of. Yeah, sort of. I mean, this is my new space. What do you think? We're at FAT, Flying Anvil Theater. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of just borrow it. and I've sort of just and moved by in. by borrow, you mean rent. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do mean rent. But you have an office here. I do, yes. And you're staging Marble City Opera's first production of the 21-22 season. That's correct. Of Lily. What is it? Her Life. His, His music. music? Yes. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. <laughs> that is I mean, because he's not in the show. <laughs> I keep getting it flipped. A little bit of dyslexia going in there. So I. So it's not his life, her music. It's her life, his music. And Lily is an imaginary character that Audrey Babcock created. That's right. To sing these Kurt Vile songs. That's right. And it is Vile, right? It is. It's Kurt Vile. With you know, a W, though. With a W, yeah. But I mean, really recognizable songs like Lonely House, uh, Mac the Knife. I love Mac the Knife. Yeah. It's, I mean... I remember someone told me once, with my limited range, they thought I could actually sing Mac the Knife. Well, you know, maybe we have to get you up on stage this not, weekend. Not for this show. Know? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> for the one-woman show. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> Enter Frank Murphy. <laughs> oddly inappropriate. <laughs> you can do some backup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do look us up online at uh, frankandfriendshow.com uh, for all of the things, um, you know, our Seymour Smokies episodes. I guess this is kind of a bonus episode. Well, who knows? We... Our ultimate goal is to put out one podcast a week, so this week you might be getting two. So lucky you. Yeah, and don't forget to smash that button and Which subscribe. Button? Oh, the subscribe button. On yeah. the YouTube channel. Yeah. And uh, like, share. There was an episode uh, recently where I talked about a uh, relatively new coworker of mine and how you know I talked to her and I was worried that I was coming on too strong about an overly Catholic. Yeah, franking it to 11. So I uh, saw her again and I said, oh, uh, so I think someone might, have, someone might have been talking about you on a podcast. <gasps> no kidding. I listen to podcasts all the time. What podcast is it? So it's called uh, Frank and Friends Show. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody might have been talking about you. It was me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but you know what I didn't do is I didn't send her the link. I didn't see. I didn't tell her to how to hit the subscribe button oh, yet. Frank. So uh, yeah. so she so no, so far we're still in the safe zone. She's not listening yet. Well, and also that means you didn't crank it all the way to eleven. No, I backed off. Yeah, that's only that's like part, an eight. Right? Part of what I was trying to do, I think, the whole lesson I got from you was tone it down. Just you know, back breathe. It off. Yeah, mm-hmm. take a breather. Although, I mean. When it comes to the Frank and Friends show, I think you should definitely... Oh, crank it up? Yeah, crank it back up. All right. Let people know about it. Friend it to 11? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> well, no, I haven't even friended her on Facebook or anything. I mean, I, I don't even oh, know where wow. that... Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. You, didn't, you didn't go to... I mean, you're my, my, probably only at like five. And, well, I, I don't... I feel weird about sending... You know, I hate rejection. I feel weird about sending out Facebook friend requests. Mm. I will follow someone on Instagram, you know, because I think that's safe. But if they have a private account, nothing. Because I'm not going to re- risk the rejection of them not saying yes. Really? So, same with thing with Facebook friend requests. I have in the past, in a, a fit of euphoria, sent out friend requests to people I've been working on projects with or met. And then when they don't respond, I go back in and un- unfriend. 
Well, not like, unfriend, but delete request because I'm so yeah. embarrassed. I thought, well, obviously they didn't, they didn't want that. Or they just hadn't checked their Facebook yet. Some people, I mean, because the way Facebook works is a little it's, strange. It is terrible. You know, it, it's gotten worse, I think. But the notifications don't always show up. Oh. You know, or if you get too many notifications, it could yeah. be really far down, and you might not well, see it. That that is plausible. I get yeah. too many. I mean, I get friend requests from people I don't know. Um, and that's expected. I mean, you know, I'm on TV, I'm on the radio, you would think that. But they don't even have their picture in the profile, and everything is set to so private that I really know nothing about them. Those are probably scams. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, a, pers- it's a picture of a dog or a flower, and then no oh, other information. Yeah. So I just, I mean, I don't even delete them, I just let them sit. Yeah, I do that too. <laughs> I have a lot of people <laughs> just sitting there. But so then they probably th- think that we don't like them, see? And they're all sad. Right. You know? And on the other end of them. it, when I send a yeah. one to Ashley King and I get no response from Ashley. <laughs> but she doesn't, she doesn't I, check her Facebook. I unsent it. I unsent it. I was too yeah. embarrassed. No, she doesn't check her Facebook that often. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of understand people's habits of how they communicate, which is yes. weird. Oh, because so you work with these folks. You work with them, and you have to figure out, like, okay, how is best for me to communicate with this person and get the response as quickly as I need it? And you some know, people are email, some yeah. people are Facebook message, some people are are uh, texting, or some people you have to call them. And some people, like Julia Mitri, if you mention her on the show, she'll click like. I know, Julia Mitri. Congratulations. Yes, Julia congratulations. Mitri. I'm that's, so happy that's, for that her. It? Is that what you do? Oh, yeah, she's got this big old diamond on her, <laughs> on her finger now. Oh, I'm so happy for her. Yeah, yeah, we all are. That's fantastic. Yeah. And she uh, commented on one of our recent episodes. I think it was the one where I was trying to get the talk stick away from you. Yes, she did enjoy that. <laughs> I understand why she enjoyed that. <laughs> I enjoyed it also. <laughs> it was good. Because I set it up, but I was almost mansplaining the talk stick, knowing full well that you're supposed to take it from me and I can no longer talk. That's the punchline. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I feel like we should always carry around the talk stick. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, on this show, you have full permission to use your hand as a talk stick and just go, shut up. You know that. I told you this. I know. I know. Anytime you want to start talking about we're here, where we're here or what it's like being on the stage of Flying Anvil Theater for Lily, her I, life, his I music. Mean, you know, I love being on the stage. Yeah, so, it's kind so of, do I. I always wanted to be on the stage my whole life, you know. I used to set my uh, stuffed animals up in the windowsill and sing to them. Yeah, and pretend that they were my audience, and so it's fun to sit on the stage and have my the chairs as my audience. Now you really yeah. did technically your first show of the season, the, the Marble City Opera season, was here because it was a preview show, and you sang a lot in that I did. show. Yeah. So what's how how did you feel? What's it like? To, this is a nice room. It's a great acoustic in here actually um it's not too live and it's not too yeah. dead so I, I love the acoustic because you don't use my you didn't use any mics on the no show mics. i mean what it's 100, 125 like, people and it's maybe 50 yards to the back row yeah maybe so it's very maybe intimate. 25 yards yeah yeah it's perfect for what marvel city opera does because it's still it gives us the ability to have um greater technical capabilities for our oh, yeah. show productions but like still lights? yeah lights yeah. and we're gonna have <laughs> video projection so we're sitting in front of the, the oh. scrim right now but and it's just got a blue light That's on it. Cool. But in the show, it's going to have video projection. But also, we have sound cues and all sorts of things. Oh, so it just really enables us to up our. And game. this is a theatrical show. Yes. And it was built and designed. And we also, I think, you talked about it on the behind the scenes episode that um, when Audrey Babcock started, it conceived of it. It was done in a theater originally, and it's about 
a guy who wrote songs for the theater. It's all. But it's she all was a cabaret cool. singer, yeah. and so it actually makes sense also that it. Which fits is why in the I mean I guess we'll have to take a look around, but yeah. um, there's some wigs over there mm-hmm. that are part of the props. Like she, here, I'll she go get this She actually changes one. in. Can her I touch wigs. this one? Yeah. Just to show for. Absolutely, show and tell. See, so this is her wig when she is in America. Does she put this one on at any point? She does. During yeah. the show? She, and during the show. So oh. she does all of her costume changes and wig changes on stage. Oh, okay. Which well, is really fun. That's an expensive wig. Yeah. It's fancy. Does it go right here? It does. Like that? Yep. Okay. On the piano. And so the piano player, our music director, Ray Feldman, he actually also is one of the characters. He plays Joe. Did and, he, and he flew in for this because he... He drove in drove from in, uh, well, uh, Indianapolis. In. Mm-hmm. And Audrey came in from L.A. Nice. Yeah. Cool. And the shows are uh, Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday, October 29th and 30th. So that'll probably be like tonight, tomorrow, if I get this thing posted on time as I plan to. Yeah, 7.30 <laughs> p.m. in person and online. So Good. So this is what you've been doing. I have been living here. Yeah. I'm actually just going to roll out a suit, like a... Well, you, when we talked, when I saw you last week, you said, oh my gosh, they just want to move into the theater and live there. I'm going to have to set some boundaries. Have you? Mm. No. <laughs> what are boundaries? You said, <laughs> you said that the, pe- the, the cast and crew of the theater intend to just move in and I'm just going to live in the theater. So I basically... Because it's not just, yeah. it's, it's James, it's... Uh, Ray, Ray, Ray Feldman, yeah. Audrey Babcock. I mean, there's, a, there's people. Yeah, there are people. It's not just you or just oh, Audrey yeah. or just James or just anybody. And you were like, no, 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 I'm not going to, I'm going to lock the door and I'm going to go home and everyone's going to leave. I mean, we've been pretty good. We've been here basically from, Friday was the longest day so far and today is the next longest day. So I I did um, 11 a.m. until 10.30 p.m. Yeah, so as we're recording this, the show is still three days away? Three days away, yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. So so, it's intense right now. I have a couple of days like that, but on the weekend I was able to do... 1.30 One thirty to ten thirty. So, if uh, yeah. you also have the opportunity to uh, watch it online, if you're you know one of my friends in another part of the world or Catherine's friends in another part of the world, uh, you can get the online stream of the show. Yeah, Jim Johnson does the filming, and he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So how um, that's the same thing. MarbleCityOpera.com slash tickets. Absolutely. Oh, very good. All yeah. right. Well, I got to tell you a little bit about my uh, busyness. I know because you've been on TV this whole month. Well, I mean, it was you know it, when it doesn't rain, it pours. You know. <laughs> We're going to be sad in November. <laughs> you know, like, all of the shows are like, ooh, winding down. Yeah. And we're like, oh. Well, October, November is generally my busiest time of the year because of um, East Tennessee PBS Scholars Bowl. So, of course, a year ago, we didn't have any shows because of the pandemic. We managed to come, somehow manage to cobble together half a season and actually tape it in um, April of 2021. So that's the 2021 season existed. It's shorter, but it existed. And now we have a regular full-length season with about 50, 48 to 50 episodes, which means that there's that many teams. That's a lot. Because uh, it's a single elimination. And we're recording it in October, November, basically from Columbus Day to Thanksgiving. Um, I think I added it up. I think it was 14 shooting days. That's a lot. But you do like four shows on each of those yeah. days. Yeah. yeah, and that's how you get the... 50, 48 episodes into 14 days. It's, you know, some days it's two, some days it's three. Uh, one, on Monday it's five, which will be a, a haul. And that's a lot of costume changes. Oh, well, Jerry is great about that. She's able to uh, make a spreadsheet, so all I have to do is look and see, okay, change 
Keep the shirt, change the tie, change the jacket. That's good. All you right, know, then you, it's go back to the first jacket, different tie, change the shirt. <laughs> you know, you actually lose calories every time you change clothes, so it's maybe like that's, a great way to exercise. Maybe that's just what to she's change doing. your outfit every, oh, okay. every couple hours. <laughs> well, so then here's where it doesn't rain, it pours. Uh, you remember in April, while we were doing Scholars Bowl, mm-hmm. they said, oh, uh, there's this program called Up Close. We need you to need a fill in host for it. Um, would you do it? They asked me to do it. And they said, and do you have any friends you could interview? And they said, pick someone. I've told this story before. Pick someone you've interviewed multiple times and are comfortable with because this is not, you're not the variable. You're the constant. You're going to sit there and have a comfortable conversation while the students learn how to record this program. Shoot it from the teleprompter, everything. So the first person I thought of was you. Yes. Who was the first person I interviewed? I know. It was me. It was you. So, <laughs> it was fun. I enjoyed it. So you came in, and we had a nice little time, and it was a good show. Well, now it's the fall semester, and we're in the middle of Scholars Bowl, and they said, hey, uh, we still need uh, someone to do those up-close shows. There's going to be a few more episodes. Can you line up some more guests? So that's what I did on uh, Monday, and we'll do again on Monday, November 1st, you know, knock out four Scholars Bowls and then take a quick break, change clothes, go home, change clothes, drive down to a different studio and do two interview shows. That's a lot. But on Monday, November 1st, it's going to be five Scholars Bowls <laughs> with a tiny little break and then two up-close shows. That's a lot. Well, when do the up-close shows air? Yeah, that's a really good question. Is it going to happen at midnight again when, I, when I'm not, when I'm awake but unable to Well, uh, what they're planning... <laughs> <laughs> Once now that they have enough sh- episodes, I guess they're gonna they're gonna put them online. So that'll be okay. they will be available on the PBS Passport app and uh, and on EastTennessePBS.org. Oh, that's good. Will the old one be? Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh, okay. the plan anyway. Yeah. It's just there there was some snag, but they're getting it worked out. And okay. it's just a, a, it's a matter of part of it is waiting until I didn't get the full answer, but it's something with PBS National has the domain they have to flip something over okay anyway but can you just search up close um you well PBS you could maybe? you won't find anything yet but <laughs> eventually <laughs> well I'll, believe me i'll be more than happy to hype it and share okay. the link on All this right. show um so then that was you know so now it's raining a little harder yeah you know <laughs> yeah we're getting into a steady pour right yeah and then i get um an email from a commercial tv station wate channel six mm. and they're like oh hey it's the former producer of their talk show He's like, hey, I'm going to be on vacation. He's been, he's been filling in as the host of the show, Justin. He's been filling in as the host, but he's going to take his vacation before November sweeps. And then they'll have a new host starting for November sweeps, and everything will be fine. So they have a, a, another two weeks of... Um, hang on a second. Let me, let me. <laughs> You're so popular. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. I just didn't want to hear that. Uh, my phone's ringing. And you see, look at that. It's an opera person of all, the, is, of yeah. all the people calling. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, so where was I? Oh, yeah, so Justin's going to be taking a, a week off at the end of October, middle of October, and then back to work before November sweeps. Frank, do you want to fill in as the guest host? Well, yes. Now, the answer is yes. Because I really had thought, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I really thought they didn't need me because they have gone through, I mean, a dozen, six, six or seven guest hosts have been covering all of the the day, you know, days, you know, they've had Dino Cartwright, they've had Craig Jenkins, they've had Kim Jenk- Kim Hansard, they've had uh, Kim Thomas, but she's calling herself Sims Thomas. They've had, obviously, Justin Young. They've had a, a whole, enough people. They've had more than enough people 
but they're now down, I guess, to the, the bottom of the list. You're not on the bottom of the well, list. Well, they thought of me. Somebody yeah, thought of great. me and said, get that guy. Yeah. So I went in, and um, for two shows, Tuesday and Thursday, is what I said. I, what I wrote back was, I'm available Tuesday or Thursday. And his response was, great. great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put you down for both. And I'm like, this is fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm in heaven because I'm doing Scholar's Bowl on Monday, Wednesday. I'm going to do Living East Tennessee on Tuesday, Thursday. And I go get my hair done on Friday. It'll be all right. Nice. All's well. Yeah. Um, and I, I contact the new producer of Living East Tennessee and say, hey, I'm excited about doing the show uh, tomorrow, which was the Tuesday. Um, what do I need to know in advance? And uh, who's the co-host going to be? Who am I doing it with? Well, here's the thing. Uh, you're actually going to be hosting it alone. Uh-oh. And it was part of it was part of it was I don't know if they didn't have anybody, but also they're reformatting the show. Oh, okay. They're reformatting it to a single host show. Oh. Which I didn't realize until after. Okay. But you know, so yeah. I get there and I'm like, well, this is going to be different than you, you're used to when the last time you were here a year or two ago when you co-hosted, it was a two-person show. We're doing it as a one. I said, well, actually, I, I I get it. I watched yesterday when Dino hosted alone. I, I blah blah blah. Um, and everything's went great. I had a fantastic time. I had guests to interview. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I had brought in a, a fitness expert whom I met at a fashion show who desperately wanted to be interviewed on TV. I'm like, you can come in. Um, and then we get to the end of the show, and everything's going fine. And they go to a pre-recorded segment of the musical guest. And I, I don't know what happened. I don't know how it went wrong, but some, that there was no, it was no audio. The, oh, they, no. the audio, something didn't... Did you just step in and sing it? Well, they threw it back to me. So when you actually when you go do the show, stick around and make sure that be they be prepared the, to step in and sing it. Well, I'm saying make sure <laughs> don't leave don't leave until they've checked the tape to make sure there's an audio on the performance. Sounds good. <laughs> but yes, if they go to the audio and and, uh, and it's not it there, doesn't just... work, then have be ready to go live. So I they come back to me and I say, well, apparently that was a performance art piece. We're supposed to imagine what the guitar sounded like. We'll be right back after this. Yeah, that's pretty and good. Th- and now they're all looking at me like, well. That just blew the whole last segment of the show because that was supposed to go two minutes, and now we are two minutes short. We have Somehow n- they didn't realize that you could just keep talking without taking a breath for another two minutes. And guess what happened? You started talking for another two minutes yeah. without taking a breath. <laughs> they came back from the commercial, and I sat there, and I said... <laughs> I'm Frank Murphy, and I have lots of things to say, and I'm so, not yeah. going to stop talking You'll remember, until the end of this two minutes. Yeah, you remember at the beginning of the show, we talked about candy corn and uh, peanuts together. We got a few more comments on the Facebook page, so thank you for that. And by the way, candy corn anecdote, and... Um, That's right. You know, and also, I'd love you to check us out at frankandfriendshow.com, where Catherine Frady and I get to do our podcast and our Seymour Smokies adventures and blah, blah, blah. And then I knew that I was going to be actually co-hosting on Thursday with oh, nice. with a woman who I had been on the radio with for eight years, Kim nice. Hansard. Nice. I said, and apparently I'll be back on uh, Thursday co-hosting with someone I'm looking forward to meeting, Kim Han- Hansard. Is that right? Hansard? <laughs> Anyone know this woman? Has she been? Oh, my goodness. What? Hans, has that <laughs> oh my hit? goodness. So I'm, I'm screwing around with it. And then I say, of course, I'm, for those of you who listen to us on the radio, you know I'm kidding. Thanks a lot for watching. Goodbye. Now, Kim Hansard and Lori Tucker, the news anchor, are very good friends. So I do that stupid bit. And on the other side of the wall behind you is the news set. Right. And the 4 o'clock news has now just started. And they go to a recorded piece. And you hear Lori Tucker go, Hansard? Really? <laughs> really? Hilarious. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So it made my day. That is fun. It's so much fun being in a studio, too, where there's so much happening in yeah. all of the locations, you know, and you're 
Yeah, I and you have to do, you have to focus on yeah. your part of it. Yeah, and it's weird because, um, like, let's say we had just sat down to do the interview on live TV, and like you said, there's all that going mm-hmm. on. They're lining up the person in the kitchen segment, and this over here, and this over here. The weather, and they're telling you things. Yep. A lot, and you're trying to listen, but you also, as the host, I feel a certain responsibility to lock in on the guest. Well, because for a guest, a lot of times they're like, okay, sit down, here's your mic, miking it up, mm-hmm. and what, what is your name? Catherine, Catherine Frady? Okay, yep. say it, Frady. spell it. Okay. You have to say it, uh, look in the camera and say it. And then it, it's spell like it. three, two, one, here I am with Catherine Frady. You know, it's, yeah. it's that fast. So for people who aren't used to that, it. <laughs> Well, my friend, my friend Sharon Lord was watching, and she caught a glitch. She caught me mess up something Aww. on the on the Thursday show when Kim and I are both doing it. Uh, it's a live TV, so we had planned out that I was going to interview the guy from the horror film festival, and maybe the anti bullying person, and one other one. And Kim was going to interview the lady, some, this person and that person, and the one from James White's Fort. So you have a basic idea that she's going to do this half of the interviews. I'm going to do that half of the interviews, and it's take, take turns one two one two. Well. One of the guests was late, and it threw off the rotation. Uh-oh. So Kim ends up doing two in a row. Okay. And then to fix it, they just say, well, then, Frank, you do the James White's Ford interview. Oh. <laughs> You're like, okay, here we go. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with that. There's a fort. <laughs> I know it's Knox. James White. It's Knoxville's oldest home. Uh, technically, I've, I've arranged for this woman to be here, and her name is Stacy something. Um, thankfully, she's wearing her name tag. She's oh, the chair, vice chair of the board, right? So uh, we sit down, and this is the part that Sharon Lord busted me on, because I say, okay, now we're here to talk about uh, the scary haunted tours at James White's Ford. I'm here with Stacey uh, Hillenbrand, and <laughs> or whatever her name is, or something you like that. You read it. Yeah. She, and she saw you read oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sharon busted me. She said, why did you pause on the woman's <laughs> last name? You should have known it. I'm like, yes. Yes, I should have known it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not easy to remember all of those things. Yeah. 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 And I really I found out, you know, just with seconds to spare, that go do that one. Yeah. Go talk to that lady. And I'm sitting there looking. <laughs> and also. Casually. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, imagine. Imagine me. You know me. Because I'm, try, I'm trying to be Mr. Mr. Eye Contact. <laughs> and now I've got to go, oh, excuse like, me. Um, Could you move your hair? I need to read your name tag. <laughs> That's real life. I mean, that's our real life anyway. <laughs> so anyway, they, I do it. I think I'm done. I did two shows, and they're like, oh, well, Justin's coming back next week. Thank you very much. And then we'll have the new host. So really, you're done. This is, this is my one and two opportunities to do it. And then on Monday, I get an email saying, hey, uh, I know you mentioned you were available on uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Can we take you up on that? <laughs> so back at it back at it yeah. Yeah. yeah so by the time you see this I mean maybe you can watch the Friday afternoon show I assume I get this up Friday morning on the internet so uh, 3 o'clock Friday afternoon WATE.com and if you're watching Frank if you're following him you're going to see him all over the place this week before you even see this episode so but, but yeah, yeah but the um, the up close shows and the Scholars Bowl shows won't be shown until next later. year yeah right but at least I got you know so that's a lot yeah it is. I mean, you, you texted me your calendar, and I was like, well, don't feel pressured to do this this morning, you know. Make sure you have some downtime. Yeah, and then I wrote back, tell me about this downtime. What is, what is this downtime of which you speak? I don't know. It's this mythical creature of, of time where I think people, like, spend an afternoon reading a book or 
drinking some coffee. Who are you? Yeah, by the way, who are you, Catherine Frady, to lecture me (laughs) about taking downtime? (laughs) It's in the text. It says it right in the text. Hey, uh... (laughs) It's not lecturing. It's just, you know, uh, volunteering it if you wanted it. When's the last time you took downtime? Um... When you went to Sevierville to look at uh, Bluff Mountain? No, it was pro- yes, but probably <laughs> when my, my foot got stung by a bee and I was forced into downtown. <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> I will find a way to take downtime. Well, actually, over the weekend, we didn't do much over the weekend at all. Okay, that's good. We, um, on Saturday, Jerry had been, she joined the Mephistopheles Choir right. Chorus. Yeah, how's so they that had, going? Uh, well, she's been to the first rehearsal, and by the time you see this, probably another one. But, um, yeah, she's in the, they have, they have two choirs, or the main opera chorus, and then they've uh, supplemented it with some college chorus and the Knoxville Choral Society. Right. So they don't have as much to sing. So they'll, they only go to have every other rehearsal or every okay. third rehearsal, whatever it is. And... Um, so Saturday, she's just exhausted, and, you know, she wanted me to do some chores to clean up in the backyard, and kind of took it easy on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I said, well, let's go out to one of your favorite places to, oh, that's to nice. tell the brunch. And it's also, I mentioned Sharon Lord. This is how I know I got scolded. Um, she <laughs> Did she join you? I, I texted her. I said, hey, uh, we're going to be at your favorite place, First Watch. Um, if, if you want to yeah. join us, you can or not. So she said, I'd be happy to. Yeah. And then afterwards, she wanted to show Jerry the house. She's Because okay. she's had been doing some things at her house. So we drove over to Sharon's house and uh, got the full tour nice. of everything. And um, as we got home, as we were driving, pulling into our driveway at 3.30 in the afternoon, I said, you know, we left the house at 8.30 this morning. We've been gone for seven hours. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was a long wait at the restaurant. <laughs> and, and we spent a good amount of time in but that's you know, fun. Touring, touring the mansion. Yeah. Sometimes just doing something different, I think, feels like downtime to me. Yeah. And that yeah. was definitely different. Yeah. My downtime is normally Frank and French show. Thank you. Yeah. All right. And speaking <laughs> of it, we probably should take this one down because <laughs> it's, been, it's been fun. I'll put a little plug in. Uh, Monday's episode will be sponsored by BoneZones.com, but it'll be technically after Halloween. So here's your opportunity to get to BoneZones.com and buy an autographed skull. Yeah. <laughs> for, your, for your Halloween gift. They have great tumblers. I love those. Yeah, yeah. and hats and, and challenge coins and T-shirts. And I know you say, how am I going to get it to me in time for Halloween? If you are in the Knoxville area, see if you can arrange a pickup or a, a drop-off you know, over the weekend so that nice. we can have a Dr. Bass skull and put it out there. on uh, Trick for, or treat. To, yeah, scare everybody. Yeah. yeah, They're not real. I mean, they're plastic. Well... Okay, then. <laughs> Have you seen that thing, that, this picture that goes around from Walmart? It's, t- it's two bins of plastic skulls, but the labeling is, one of them, it says, plastic skulls, four ninety nine, and the other one just says, skulls, skulls th- <laughs> $3.99. <laughs> the plastic ones are more expensive than the real ones, but that's kind of disturbing Yeah, that they have two different plastic skulls and just It's skulls. just a mistake yeah. on the sign. That's I mean, they're funny. all plastic, but it's, that's uh, very funny. it's pretty good. Yeah. All right, so happy Halloween. Uh, do check out Lily, Her Life, His Music. Flying Anvil Theater is the location if you're going to show up and get a ticket at the door, or you can get it online at marblecityopera.com slash tickets. And maybe even um, if you're out of the area, can't make it in on uh, Friday or Saturday, uh, you can just 
purchase the online stream. Yep, you can watch it the the night of the performance or even after that. Yeah, because it's a, yeah. an on-demand type thing, so you get to watch it at your schedule, so that's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me over at the theater, Frank. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. You know, break toy, 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 right? Thank you. Yeah, yes. I don't tell you, I almost, almost said break a leg. What? No, it's fine. <laughs> this one's not, I mean, I don't know what the rules are since it's not really an opera. You know, maybe you can say break a leg on this one. Well, it's both. Yeah. Oh, break a toy. Toy, 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 your leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Merit on you. Oh is there any dancing in the show? Uh, there's, right. there's not. But I'm Catherine Frady. And I'm Frank Murphy. And we are Frank and Friends Show. And you can find us more, more episodes at thefrankandfriendshow.com. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> <Mike's> stop. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>